Alright, what's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. Before we start into today's episode, I have a quick question for you. Raise your hand if you are listening and you are a founder or you are a founder type or working on side projects. Now, if you're if you're driving, please don't raise your hand. But if you're thinking that's me, chances are you might have a co-founder and in today's world, everything's remote. And this is unfortunate for founding teams because teams work fastest when they're together, right? When you're starting something new from scratch, being in the same room has a magical kind of feeling to it. And when we're all remote, you don't really get the same thing. Well, what if I told you there's a way to get that same output, right? Get that same feeling while being remote. And luckily there is. Uh, our sponsor for the next couple of weeks for Forward Thinking Founders is Sidekick. And Sidekick is an always-on display that sits next to you, next to your computer. It allows you to work right next to your co-founder like you were in the same room. This eliminates most of the problems that you kind of get when founding a startup remotely. And you're able to move faster and, and, and kind of get stuff done in a much more efficient way like you could with if you were in the same room. And luckily, because you're a listener of Forward Thinking Founders, you get a big discount on on Sidekick devices. If you go to sidekick.video slash FTF, you get $30 off. The market rate is $50 per device. As a listener of this podcast, it is $20 per device. $30 off total per device. So go to sidekick.video slash FTF, get your devices, and get you and your co-founders working together like you're in the same room, even if you're remote. Hope you enjoy it. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Colin Keeley, who is a co-founder of Avocado. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Excellent. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm really excited to dive deeper into Avocado and just kind of like learn more about your pretty unique model in this kind of like whole creator education space. For people that don't know, what you're working on or like what avocado is other than uh, other than what we all know what an avocado is what's your avocado what what are you working on uh yeah avocado is a platform for audio courses we let you turn spare listening time into productive learning time and the website is avocadoaudio.com so let's talk a little bit about how it works specifically let's start as a like a, a listener like i'm a consumer i want to learn something is there an app? Like, is it like course form? Can you kind of walk through how it works? Yeah. So right now it is an iOS app and we have a Android app that was in final testing. It should be live. I don't know when this episode's going live, but it'll be live in the next couple of weeks here. 
and then we'll have a web app soon, but uh, we not launched initially with a pure marketplace and we recently shifted to subscription. So it's all you could eat. You get a seven day free trial. We also have a lot of free courses you could do without a trial and then you convert to a paying subscriber and you could subscribe monthly or annually for a big discount. So the, the core change here is like, I mean, a lot of us, especially people who are listening to this podcast is like, we listen to podcasts, but they're kind of like, unfo like you have that podcast and that's it. Can you kind of describe, actually, I won't put words in your mouth. Can you just describe like the, the origin of the story for why you started this? And like, why did you take this approach? Why did you decide to start it in the way you started it? Uh, yeah, so there's kind of two different sides to it. There's the opportunity and just my passion for it. So on the opportunity side, uh, I was looking at the audio space and I realized that, or I think that monetization is where podcasting lags the furthest behind. So for a little background, podcasting monetizes about a 10th as well as radio, which is pretty absurd because it's basically internet radio, the tracking and the targeting should be much better. And so podcasting, I think just for historical reasons has been very hard to monetize and the way to make the audio market 10 times bigger is to break outside that podcasting bucket. If you think of video, you could record a few hours of video, call it a video course and charge thousands of dollars for it. So we were taking a similar approach and making that audio course market in the US, which is basically non-existent right now. It's an $8 billion market in China. And then just as a personal passion, I've always loved learning with like video courses and everything, but I never found I had the time for it. Um, and I just basically never completed it. And I had no problem completing audiobooks and podcasts, and I love that. So basically melding the two and making uh, learning uh, more approachable for everyone. So what's the, I guess, ideal, ideal usage for a user? What I mean by that is, is a user gonna listen one course in at one time? Should they listen to it like once a day? Is, does it even matter? If I wanna listen to a course, how, do I, how should I consume that? Uh, so the way, it's a new format, so we're still figuring out everything. Uh, the way we structure things right now, an average course is probably 30 minutes to two hours. It's broken up into bite-sized lessons or something I was calling audio munchables. So each lesson is probably around two to eight minutes. So you could complete it while you're doing uh, laundry, while you're doing you know, cleaning the dishes. Back when we went to work, you do it on a commute or walking you know, between meetings or something like that. Um, and then how do people consume? It turns out people don't generally just like blow through one course at a time. They like to hop around a lot and cover a lot of different topics. And let's, let's kind of go into the selfishly, the, the, the podcaster side. So I can like learn more about that as, or not, sorry, not the podcaster side, the creator side that the person creating the courses, how can someone do that? Can anyone, how, how do they make money? Can you kind of describe that, that, that side of the, of, of the coin? Yeah, so this is a little unique in that we're a subscription. Um, so we bear all the marketing burden, or most of it. We Creators help us, for sure, in sharing it out. But And then we divvy up based on uh, listens. So then we pay out much like a Medium or Spotify would probably be the best equivalent. And so we dole out money every month based on effectively dividing our MRR by our creators and the listens they, they get. Um, and then if you want to do it, I believe it's avocadoaudio.com slash teach is all the information you need there and you can sign up and upload. I think going forward, audio courses should be about the easiest products to create and consume for the creators. And it, 
so let's say I wanted to do one of these. I know I was actually emailing you recently about an idea that I had. I'm not going to share because I think it's really, I, I have to like flesh it out a little more, but you know what I'm talking about, yeah. I think. What is the optimal, um, I guess, what, what's the best type of course length for a creator? Not necessarily, you already said like 30 minutes to two hours, but like, should, like is it like short little snippets? Is it long? On your app, I saw there's all varieties. What have you seen perform best for listeners? Uh, so this is a big difference with podcasting. So podcasting right now, you're rewarded for advertising. That's effectively how people make money. So the longer podcasts are actually rewarded. So think like Joe Rogan, it gives you more space for advertising. We actually want to reward condensed, condensed learning. So our big difference is we're structured. We have no fat on these courses. So we're rewarding more, you know, completion and what the value people are actually getting out of it. So uh, as short as better for sure. I, I like a lot of those 30 minute courses. I think there could be a lot of information there. Think more like Naval's podcast and how many times people re-listen to it. Uh, that is what we're going for. Yeah, well, I'm already trying to strive for that for this podcast. I like decided I, I some episodes creep over 20 minutes, but I try to keep them 15 to 20 because it's like you make them so long, you get people out of flow where my ideal experience for the podcast is someone just listens to a guest. They're like, that was dope. Let's just, let's just listen to three more in this hour, right? And that's kind of mm -hmm. like similar to you. So I, I don't know how much you're open to going into this. I don't know if it's special sauce or anything, but like, uh, and if it is, like, we don't have to go into it. But I was really blown away by your business model when we talked about it. Apparently, maybe it's like, for me, it sounds brand new. Like, I'm not familiar with the Udemy and like the Spotify business model, but apparently it's a thing. Can you go a little deeper into like how that works? And like, is that in the world of like bundle economics? Like, I don't know, just like teach me a little more about how that works. Cause I think it's fascinating as a potential creator. Yeah. So the way it works, getting into the nitty gritty, as uh, so we take in money, subscription revenue, uh, monthly, we get paid out monthly by Apple. Uh, annual, we get it all up front. Uh, we're launching you know, enterprise uh, subscriptions soon. So we'll get all that money up front as well. And then we dole it out to creators. We split 25% of the revenue with them. Uh, that, that's pure rev share. And we take all the marketing burden. So right now you run it basically break even and spend all your money on marketing. That's how we're kind of doing the business currently. Got it. Um, go ahead. And then um, that make, that makes sense. And then if I let's say I made a course, which 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 I definitely will within with within a month for the listener. You can do this, Colin, or for any of the listeners. If you don't yeah. see uh, me having a live course on Avocado within a month, specifically on venture capital, you should like tweet at me and tell me that I didn't keep up my promise because I actually want to do this. So, um, but so let's say um, I, I do a course on venture capital and like I like it. Um, do, do you like when creators do multiple courses? Like if I wanted to host like educational content, could this be a place where someone hosts multiple or is it kind of like a one hit, see how you do and then, then evaluate from there? Uh, yeah, so we have a lot of creators with content in other platforms. So often they will test a few courses, like uh, two or three to start. And we're, we started cutting more and more bigger checks. So I think people are finding like, this is actually a really good way to make money. So today we're checking, we're checking on last month, uh, People are going to be very happy this month. So yeah, more and more courses will be brought on. I just made my first one myself, just as like a curiosity. It took me about four hours and it's like 30 minutes. Um, yeah, it, it's a good result. I think uh, you'll be happy with it. I think one more question. And the reason I'm, I'm targeting a little more on the creator side is again, because I'm like genuinely curious for myself. And I think mm -hmm. I know a lot of people are listening that are probably in the same boat. What, what When I 
let's say I did block out this afternoon, which I can't because I got a lot of stuff. Let's say I had time right this afternoon yeah. to block out. How would you suggest um, doing this? Is it just kind of talking into a mic, you know, and just like something that feels right? Do you outline it all? Does it depend on your style? How, how does that work? Yeah, so it, it is a new format and we're writing a bunch of blog posts that have been really helpful for creators. So check out our blog on the website. That would be a good starting point. Um, but the biggest like time suck in the whole thing is outlining it. So the structure of audio courses is really important. So just outlining what le your lessons are going to be, rearranging it. And then the recording is really easy. Often I just use the script is probably the best for making that polished. Uh, product. So that's what I use as well. Um, having a good mic helps a lot as well. And what would you say now you spend most of your time on? Obviously, this is live. Uh, re revenue is being generated. Are you getting customers? Are you dealing with Apple? Like, what do you spend your time on? Uh, you know, it, dealing with Apple was horrible initially, but we're all good. Initially, uh, you have to submit each course. And that was part of the like impetus for moving over to subscription, where it's just like, we just have two now. It's way better. Uh, it's pretty horrible to deal with them. But what am I dealing with now? It's growing the supply side and growing the demand side. Um, I think the supply will pretty quickly take care of itself as people realize like this is a good way to make money. And then it's just scaling up the demand. And uh, we're looking at this enterprise offering coming up pretty quickly here as well. And... Yeah, that makes sense. And then what, going back, one more question, and then we'll go into to, to high level vision and whatnot is, is there, let's say I made this course, is there like a course page where I can promote it? Like if I wanted to promote my course, like I have an audience, I, I got a newsletter, I got a Twitter, right? How would I promote it? I know, although I know you promote it, like, could I promote it too? Yeah, so we don't have deep linking into the app, but we have the Webflow pages mostly built out. So the web app will be live very quickly here, um, hopefully within a week or two. We just, uh, honestly, we just don't like the way it looks yet. Like it's just not designed for refining that, but it is pretty far along. So we're gonna, I think we're gonna add some snippets, like a like headliner or something where you do podcast snippets um, as a way to promote things out on the social media for creators as well. Got it. Yeah, I think it's, it's, I think I told you this when we first talked, but like, it's a beautiful blend between a behavior that already exists, which is people listening to podcasts, and a behavior people wish existed, which is making money, <laughs> making money off of podcasts. And how do you how do you a lot like, I don't know, make that business model work. And I, I think it's super smart. Um, so I'm looking forward to giving it a shot. So let's say it works, right? You get millions of creators or whatever, you know, it, it just works and, and it really becomes a thing. What does this look like in a decade or in other words, like what's your big vision for it? Uh, I just like fundamentally don't believe that in 10, 20 years, we're going to be staring at screens all day. I think it's, we're like this weird period in time where this is how we're learning and this is how we're doing basically everything in reality. Um, so I would like this to be like the dominant form of learning. I think audio is just making a comeback. You know, the, hu the spoken word has been around for 10,000 years, 100,000 years. The written word's only been around for 5,000. Um, I think it's kind of just like a fluke of history that learning has mostly progressed screen-based. And we're just going back to our origins. And to bring us back to our origins, it will take a lot of work. You will need some help, right? You'll need some creators. You'll need some listeners. Um, I mean, a lot of creators, a lot of listeners, maybe investors, whatever whatever you want to do, you'll need help. But I can guarantee you, you will definitely need help from the forward-thinking founders community. So for my last question for you is how can the forward-thinking founders community help? Is there an ask that you have for any of the listeners in a way that we can kind of help push your vision along? 
Uh, yeah, so we're a new app. We're still iterating. We're adding product features very quickly. We're adding courses very quickly. Uh, test it out. We'd love to get some more feedback, hear what you want to learn about, what you'd like to see. And if you want to create courses, even better. We'd love to have you. We'd love to make you some money as well. All right. And for my last question is how can people try it out? What's the, what's the website? What's the, what's the app name again? Do you have Twitter? How, how can people connect? Yeah, avocadoaudio.com is the website. Uh, download links there for the iOS app and shortly the Android app as well. Uh, and then on Twitter, Avocado Audio. And then personally on Twitter, Colin Keeley. Um, I'm pretty active about talking about Avocado Audio there as well. And then my co-founder's name is Brent Sanders. You can follow him on Twitter. Uh, he, he tweets just not as often. All right. Got to love that Twitter. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Again, I, I think what you're doing is super unique in this creator world. I'm excited about it. I'm sure the listeners are too. So wish you best of luck. And uh, thanks again for coming on. Absolutely. Appreciate the opportunity. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.